Welcome to In Full Color. In Full Color is a show for creative beings, modern visionaries, and the dreamers of a more colorful world. On this podcast, we enter into a space of inspiration, possibility, and wonder, where we tap into our innate creative power together. Alongside muses, creators, and changemakers like yourself, we discuss the power creativity has to connect us to ourselves and to each other, and to change the world for the better. I'm your host, Amy Lore. I'm an author, artist of all kinds, and personal guide for visionaries who are ready to bring their inspiration to life. This space is devoted to your unfolding, to the light you're here to shine and the life you're here to live. I invite you to bring your fullest self to this moment, all that you are in full color. Hi friends, I am coming at you for the first time as an officially published author and let me tell you, it feels so freaking amazing to finally have released my book out to the world. My book, Like the Sun at Midday, I have been working on this for a few years now and in this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the book, uh, but also about the process behind it and then I'll share a short meditation at the end that is actually encapsulated in the book uh, that we can experience together. This book is based on a time in my life about five years ago when I was living in Hawaii and this was probably the most transformational expansive time of my life. It was a gateway, a portal into a lot of really beautiful things that I am exploring and embodying now. And I honestly did not see this journey coming. At the time that I traveled to Hawaii, I was 20 years old, about halfway through my college degree, and was seeking some adventure that summer. My plan was to spend about a month on this island in Hawaii, and plans changed and I ended up staying there for close to three months and had just the most magical summer. So expansive, so just immersed in nature and surrounded by such beautiful people and I felt my spirit really come alive and you know the the previous years before that had been challenging ones for me with mental health and physical health and just kind of feeling like I was on a path that wasn't necessarily meant for me. So this beautiful summer felt like a portal and an invitation into a whole different way of living and experiencing life, but it was a whole different way of living and I didn't really know anything about this new spiritual reality that I found myself in and these different ways of life that were more in tune with nature's rhythms, um, more centered on authentic connection and being in tune with oneself. It was totally foreign to me. So a few months passed by and I ended up back in Hawaii living on this off-grid community. There were solar panels and water catchment, not a phone line in sight. Uh, It was pretty deep in the jungle. And this community property that uh, there was space for about 30 people to live there. This community property was built by a man named Witt, who was one of the original hippies of the counterculture movement. He was almost down to the day, 50 years older than me. And so he had lived his entire life outside of the mainstream. He had lived his entire life in accordance with nature's rhythms and with 
community connection and soulful connection really at the center of his livelihood and his life. So as I was finding myself deep in this unknown space, I looked to him for guidance and the two of us ended up sitting together for many months and I just listened to his stories, I listened to his nuggets of wisdom and felt myself really transformed by what was coming through this elder sitting in front of me. And this book is about all of those experiences that I had in that year span of living in Hawaii and traveling deep into my own inner world, connecting with the wisdom of an elder, connecting with the wisdom of storytelling, being really, really close to nature and just spending a lot of time in the peacefulness of the jungle. And I think what this time in my life really served to do for me was to just give me this sacred pause where I was 20 years old looking at this big life ahead of me and I had this beautiful space to stop and ask, what do I actually want to do? What am I good at? What do I like? What is interesting to me? What's enriching? And I got to have that time to ask those questions, not necessarily get answers, but get some ideas and get some clues as to what the next step could be. And then it felt like a fresh start of, then I got to look at my whole life and instead of going on autopilot of you get a job that pays well and gives you good health insurance and then you get married and then you have kids and then you buy the house with the mortgage and all that path, there's nothing wrong with that path. It's, it's a really beautiful path that's right for a lot of people, but I'm really, really thankful that I had this opportunity to be still and get clear on what direction my soul wanted to guide me towards versus what the rules and regulations of our culture and our society would tell me that I should do. And in this time, I realized how important it was to me to live in alignment with nature and how important it is to me to have authentic connections and feel a sense of community support and togetherness with the people around me. And also how important it is to feel really solidly connected to myself, to feel tapped into my own inner wisdom and really believe in myself and the guidance that I can offer myself. And that's my hope for the reader too, is to hear these stories and come along for this adventure and see what you can find out about being a compassionate human on planet Earth at this time, because it's it's a wacky world out there, y'all. There are a lot of things happening to our planet that really shouldn't. There are a lot of things happening to people on this planet that really shouldn't be happening. And one of my favorite lines from the book is, I see the possibility for a beautiful world and I want to live in it. And I so believe in that. And I think that this book is really going to resonate with the visionaries like yourself, who we, we know that life on planet earth is such a blessing it can be so awesome and we have the opportunity to create that we have the opportunity to choose that in every single moment even these micro choices in our life are creating the life and the living and ultimately the worlds that we have the possibility to live in it really is a beautiful world and it can be even more beautiful i'd love to clue you in a bit about the title of the book like the sun at midday And before I tell you the meaning behind it, I would love for you to just tune into that energy a little bit. 
What does the energy of the sun at midday feel like to you? Just notice. For me, it's this intense, powerful, bright, radiant energy. It is something that shines unapologetically bright, but is also really, really nourishing to everything its light touches. I chose this title because it's a line from the ancient Chinese wisdom book, the I Ching, which is referenced quite a bit throughout my book, and you'll get to see how that comes into play. And this phrase, like the sun at midday, really reflects the energy of Wit, the man who this book is primarily about. He was fiery and bold and revolutionary and unapologetically intense, but he was also so generous in the way that he shared his wealth and his wisdom and all of the lessons that he's picked up all of, along the way. I found his light to be bright, vibrant, and nourishing, and I wanted to give readers access to that. Writing this book has been the ultimate creative initiation. I feel like I have rubbed against every edge of the creative experience, all of the highs, all of the lows, all of the murkiness, all of the clarity. It's been so immersive and not only have I pushed through and created something tangible that I get to share with other people, which is so cool, but it's been a personal development journey too. I've watched myself grow so much, not only as an artist, but also just as a human being. I have poured so much of my heart and soul and brain power and many, many hours into bringing this creative project to life, and I would absolutely love to share it with you. I would love for you to have a copy if you feel called to it. You can find it at likethesunatmidday.com, and that is linked in the show notes, so you can just click it from there. It's got a bright orange cover with a beautiful yellow sun. And it's just been such a blast for me this week as I've gotten to hold the first copy in my hand. And I actually didn't think that I would read it once I got the copy because I've read through this probably like 500 times. <laughs> you know, like I, I know how the story ends. <laughs> um, but as soon as I got it in my hands, I just wanted to tear into it. And it was really cool to experience it um, almost like... I was experiencing it for the first time in a sense and having it from the point of the view of the reader rather than the writer who's looking for where a comma needs to go or s fixing that sentence that doesn't totally flow right. It was really nice to just sit back and actually enjoy my creation. One thing that really influenced me in the creation of this book is fiction. I absolutely love fiction books. I'm a much happier person when I've got a fiction book in my life, and it tends to be my nighttime routine to read some, some novel that I picked up at the library for about an hour or so every night. And I've been in a deep, deep fiction phase the entire time I've been writing this book, and that inspired me to make this nonfiction book really read like a fiction book. So it, it reads like a story. And I did this very intentionally because I'm the type of person, and I think a lot of us are, that I learn the most through experience. You could tell me something in a very clear bullet point list, and it, I'm going to learn it a whole lot better if I go out and have a life experience that teaches me that same lesson. Uh, and so since I can't take all of you beautiful people on a plane with me to the 
jungles of Hawaii, (laughs) I did the next best thing, which is telling a story. And I think a story told with enough texture can really begin to feel like an experience. Uh, In some of my favorite fiction books, I feel like I am there in the story. And so that's what the experience that I wanted to create for you as the reader. And this even came down to the way that I formatted the book and the type of paper I printed it on and the, the size of it. I wanted it to feel like a novel and like something that you could just easily turn the pages and just keep eating it up. So I really emphasized this element of storytelling while also holding on to the essence of the book and the essential messages, which is sharing pieces of wisdom and sharing new perspectives and alternative points of view. I want to thank you all so much for the amazing support I have already received just in the past few days. It, it feels so amazing and I am really excited for you to get your hands on this book because I'm just, I'm proud of it and I believe in it and I believe the story has the power to open hearts and open minds and can't wait to see where things end up. To round off this podcast episode, I would love to take you through a guided meditation. And this is inspired by an experience that I had while living in Hawaii in this community. And you'll find it in the last part of the book, uh, probably page 280 something around that area. Um, It's a meditation that someone in the community shared with a group of us as we were having a really spectacular community gardening day. So I will guide you through this briefly. And if you're driving or doing something else that needs a lot of your attention, then you're welcome to just listen to the structure of the meditation and either replay it or do it on your own later. But if you have the opportunity to sit down and close your eyes and find some stillness, then I really encourage you to do that. So I invite you to find a seat sitting cross-legged Close your eyes and just begin to tune into your breath as it is. Noticing the inhales and exhales. With your next inhale, I want you to breathe into your heart space, filling your heart space with your breath. And send your exhale down into the earth like roots traveling down to the core of the earth. Inhale back into the heart. And send your exhales up through your throat and brain and the top of your head and out to the cosmos far, far beyond. Watching your exhale disperse. Inhale into the heart, sending the breath down into the earth. Inhale into the heart and sending the breath up towards the cosmos. Again, inhale into the earth, down through your belly, pelvis, root, down through the earth, down through the soil. Inhale into the heart and exhale through the upper body, up to the stars, out, out beyond. Inhale into the heart. Exhale down into the earth. Inhale into the heart. Exhale up to the sky. We'll do a few more rounds. Inhale. Exhale down into the earth. Inhale into the heart. Exhale up to the cosmos. Far, far beyond. 
Inhale into the heart and down into the earth. Into the heart and up to the cosmos even further than you can imagine. Now let your breath find a natural rhythm and just take notice of how your body feels. Welcome to wiggle toes and slowly blink your eyes open. Just taking in your surroundings, not being in a rush to fill your head with thoughts. <sighs> Thank you for coming on that brief little journey with me. I love that meditation because it makes me feel so connected to my heart space, which is for me where a lot of the goodness is. <laughs> it feels really good to just hang out in my heart space. And then it also really roots us down into the earth, which obviously is very grounding <laughs> to state the obvious. Um, and then also fosters that connection with the cosmic energy above the the great mystery of this universe that we're in but overall just feeling ourselves as the bridge between heaven and earth and feeling connected to the earthy parts of ourselves feeling connected to the divine parts of ourselves and everything in between and i think that really encapsulates a lot of what this book is getting to it's not just another spiritual book about transcending all of this earthly bullshit. <laughs> um, you know, we are animals or earthly creatures. And I love the way that this part of my journey that I've encapsulated in the book really showed me to just love the earth, to love this animal that I get to be in this lifetime, but to also you know, have my feet on the ground, but lift my eyes up to the sky a bit and be in touch with that more divine aspect, with that heavenly aspect that as humans, you know, it's pretty cool that we do have access to that door. Um, that is so freaking special that even if we don't know what is on the other side of that door, that, you know, we have the curiosity. Um, and it all comes back to, to being centered in the heart, to choosing with compassion, to choosing love, to choosing to be love. Uh, I'm getting all mushy-gushy now as we're at the end of the episode. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just like a ball of love right now because I'm so excited to have finally put this book out there. And I'm really excited for whatever connections and new experiences will unfold in this next chapter I'm stepping into. I would love to hear from you if you've got a copy of the book, um, if you have any questions or comments or want to chat about any aspect of it or about the journey of writing a book. I am totally here for that. You can either find me on Instagram at Amy in full color and just shoot me a DM. You can email me Amy in full color at gmail.com. I'll have both of those linked in the show notes. And of course, you can find me through my website, Amy in full I am wishing you so much joy and so much ease as you move through this next summer month. And as always, so appreciate you being here with me. This is such a special space where I feel like I get to drop in deeper with you. And so, yeah, just loving you. 
Again, if you're curious too, buy the book. You can find it at likethesunatmidday.com. And if you're curious about working with me one-on-one, I am totally open for that conversation. And you can find me at any of those other spots I mentioned for communication. I